Hi everyone. <laughs> this is the sound of me recording from bed again. Sorry, I'm not going to try not to move around too much. It's just I have to have one hand out <laughs> to hold my phone so then my arm gets cold and then I have to like turn over and put one arm in because I can't just I don't know. I don't really have anywhere to put my phone when I'm in bed. Anywho, it is 29th of January. I had to look at that then. I just had two days off, so I'm back to work tomorrow. It is 22-22. That must be lucky. It's meant to be like, you're meant to make a wish, aren't you? If you look at the time and it's like the same numbers, I think. Anyways, we'll skip the wish this time. Um, the mister just left for work. I didn't really wait specifically. I wasn't planning on recording a podcast, but I didn't take these sleep tablets. They're not like sleeping pills <laughs> because I don't trust my, I don't trust myself to have sleeping pills, especially not when I'm like with work the next day, because I used to be such a heavy sleeper. And I'm not now, like more things wake me up, but I do have that tendency where I can just be like completely zonked out from the minute I go to sleep until my alarm goes off and like nothing will wake me up. So I don't know, I've never really gotten to the sleeping pills, but these were when I was looking at the perimenopause um, and like the hormonal balancing and everything on... Colin and Barrett this was the same brand and it was meant to it's got like oh my god I'm trying to think what's in it it's got all these different things in it that I can't think of right now um I know lavender is one of them which I was like oh I have a thing with like plant life and stuff where sometimes I'm just I'm a bit hit and miss with being allergic to it or having reactions to it or whatever so I wasn't quite sure how that was going to go but nothing's happened so far so I think it's okay. But yeah, I meant you're meant to have it an hour before you go to bed, but with food. I definitely eat <laughs> more than an hour before I go to bed because I just don't like going to bed so close after eating. It feels uncomfortable and it's just like, I think better to sit up for a bit, let the food digest a bit and then come to bed. Like even tonight, I feel like super bloated. But today I ate the weirdest things. Like we had a really nice breakfast. I made toast with ham and cheese and then we put baked beans on top which was really nice and then for lunch was a bit random I had some corn chips with like cheese and sour cream um and then I had some leftover Christmas biscuits with hot chocolate in the afternoon and then we had dinner which was um let me think it's like um sweet potato sweet potato and chili sweet potato coconut and chili soup or something you get it from tesco anyway it's tasty but we had that with like a toasty um with ham cheese spinach and tomato so i don't know i think i don't know if it's like the soup or whatever but it's making something's making my stomach feel bloated which is not helping with the going to sleep business but anyways it's okay I had like the worst stomach pain before I was just sat there but I was watching Lincoln Lawyer 
and I was on the last episode and I was like, no, no, it can just wait, <laughs> whatever it is, it can just wait until this is over. It was the last episode of season two. Um, and then, you know, if you wait long enough, it just, <laughs> just disappears. So I have a feeling that's probably going to come back to haunt me at some point tonight, <sighs> which sucks. But anyways, that's not what I was podcasting about. I wrote a blog today. Um, don't ask me what it was called because I don't remember and it's not coming out until March. I'm trying to be like, I've tried to use January. I know I'm off in January for the blogs and the vlogs, but I've tried to use January as much as I can on my off days to get as ahead as I can so that even if I was to write like one a week, for example, hopefully I would still be ahead. I wouldn't be quite as ahead. But hopefully I would still be ahead. So at the moment, I think, I, I know I'm up until March, the first week of March, I think, or the second week of March. I get confused with the blogs and the, and the vlogs. I think both of them are up until March now. Anyways, um, yeah, and with the vlogs as well, because, well, we didn't really do anything this month. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't, like, whatever. So I haven't had as much to vlog this month. So, yeah, I'm slim pickings. Like, I did a nighttime routine the other day. Sorry, my arm is getting cold. I did a nighttime routine the other day um, and then filmed the morning of Australia Day. Um, and I did a podcast the same day, but I kind of, I ended up combining it by the time I edited, it was like eight minutes. So I was like, let me just combine it. But yeah, so it's a bit random. I haven't actually done any cooking vlogs. I might do one tomorrow night. I'm going to make enchiladas, but with beef mints. I've got a big packet of like pork and beef mints mixed. Um, and then if I thought, if I put like peppers with it, um, I have some tomatoes as well that need to be chopped and used. So I thought if I put all that with it, then I can fill up the enchiladas and pop them in the oven. The mist is going to Sweden on the second, which is Friday. So today's Monday. So I've only got like three nights with him. He's not even here nights. Oh, it's so sad. He's literally away three nights. But guys, the last podcast I did was when he was away. But I went to, I came to bed that night. It was all like hunky-dory, whatever. And I was laying here watching my computer. And then I saw this shadow and then I freaked out. And then I ended up sleeping with the lamp on in the bedroom. So, I honestly don't know how it's going to go. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> three nights feels long. But I did say to him, I want to go driving while he's away. Like, I just feel like I want to get used to his car and become familiar with it. We were talking <laughs> talking about it um, yes, yeah, yesterday on the way back from dorking because he was like oh you should have driven back and I was like no 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 I get so nervous like I get anxiety this is another topic of this podcast but let's finish this part first I get anxiety yeah 
about the driving because we were saying it was like when I drove in Australia for the first time in god how long it had been since I'd driven like nine years or whatever it was um it was a automatic he said he could tell how nervous I was when I first got in the car I was just like oh and I said yeah there were so many things though like I didn't know where we were in that specific area of like Tweed Heads, Coolangatta. So I was like, where are we? I never, I hadn't driven for like 10 years. It was a car I hadn't driven before. I hadn't driven with him in the car before. Like it was the first time he'd ever seen me driving. So there was a lot of like cumulative, there's a lot of things that just kind of, yeah. So I said, I didn't really have a thing about driving with him after a while. I felt okay and he he wasn't like stressed about it or whatever like I think I'm a fairly decent driver I'm pretty like I'm safe I'm pretty strict when it comes to like me driving if anyone's in my car they have their seatbelt on no messing around no like whatever because it's a big responsibility (laughs) just driving yourself around, let alone like driving other people around. So yeah, I'm pretty strict about that. And I'm pretty safe. I'm not like overcautious, but I'm safe, if that makes sense. So his car is a manual. It's just like a little Toyota Iago. So it's not big or anything crazy like that. It's just that I haven't driven a manual now for God. since because I had an automatic when I was in Australia after my driver's test so properly like I drove a manual when we went back to Australia what three or four years ago four years ago because my nan's 90th it was when we went back for that I drove my cousin's car like around the block in Byron where you could go like 20 k's an hour (laughs) um and I could barely get into <laughs> I could barely get into second gear driving around there. But yeah. So I'm super nervous. Like I know how to do it. I know I know how to do it. But honestly, driving here, the idea of driving here makes me nervous. And I said to him, it's so different to driving in Australia as well, because it's like all the little country roads, the ones that are like narrow and the people that are used to it just drive down them so fast. And then they have so many roads, like even in like the main street of Leatherheads could be a two way street, but they allow cars to park on the side of the road there. So then it becomes like big enough for a one way, but they still allow two way traffic. So then it's like, okay, I have to pull over this person's coming it's just like a whole thing so I don't know I just get nervous about it so I said to him when he's away because what I was thinking I could take him to the station or like he could go to the drive to the station and then I could just drive back but I'm working and the time he has to be there like I'll already be working because I'm on a eight till four because one of the guys is on holidays. Yeah, I'm on an eight till four. So yeah, I'll already be working. So I can't take him. I can get him an Uber <laughs> to go to the station. But yeah, I can't take him, unfortunately. But I could pick him up because I think I finish at four the day he comes back on the fifth. 
Um, and then I think his flight gets in like 4.20 and then he has to get the train back from Gatwick. So I have plenty of time to come pick him up. I can leave without like stressing myself, <laughs> etc. So I said, what I'm going to do while you're away, I said, I'm going to like, the only thing is, you know what? Um, I think, well, it's okay. Cause yeah, I finish at four, but the only thing is I hate being outside here in the dark. Like <laughs> I just hate it and it would make me so nervous. So I think I'm just going to have to go driving on Sunday. I said to him, I was going to go after work, but I think I'm just going to have to go on Sunday. Yeah. Because it'll be quieter then as well. A little bit anyway. Um, it'll be a little bit quieter and I just really want to have a chance to kind of just get used to his car, if that makes sense. God, it stresses me out just thinking about it. What I kept telling him was that I wanted to go to a big car park. This is what we used to do. Um, on the Gold Coast, we were lucky where we were, there was like a race course and there was this really big, like dirt car park at the race course. So we could go there and just have a go at like, it was a big empty space. You couldn't run into anything, but you could get used to like the clutch and all of this kind of stuff. So I, what I wanted to do was go to the Tesco car park because there's a big like Tesco superstore here, um, at night or like once it's closed. So there's no cars there and be able to just kind of like, have a drive around the car park without stressing about am I gonna run into someone like <laughs> I don't know and the only other thing is that the roundabouts stress me out here like I get so much anxiety about the roundabouts here because of the ch- the lanes changing in the middle of them like it's not my brain just goes okay if you want to be if you want to go right you go in the right lane if you want to go left you go go in the left lane if you want to go straight you can go in either or depending on which way the um if it's two lanes coming out or not but yeah here sometimes the lanes change in the middle of the roundabout and it just stresses me out like I'm like am I in the right lane am I in the right lane? <laughs> am I in the right lane um and also yeah being a manual so I have some anxiety about that but I at least want to try it on Sunday when he's not here because I have moved his car before, but then, yeah, I don't know. I just want to make a fool of myself to myself, if that makes sense. So I'm not like, okay, with the clutch and like, because, you know, every manual and with the clutch and it's been, like I said, at least 10 years probably more since I've properly driven a manual and I learned in my mom's Subaru Forester, which had like a really temperamental clutch and I really did love that car and I wanted to, I wanted to have that car but they sold it so sad times for me but yeah it's been quite a while since I've properly driven it and the cars have changed so much honestly they changed so much so the first time I went to drive his car just to joke around and move it to the, like, on the, the back of the flat instead of the front. I was like, how far out do I have to 
move this clutch for the car to like move you know where you find the sweet spot and you don't even hit the accelerator and I was so nervous that I was gonna like he was gonna hear the accelerator I was gonna rev it too much and I was like how far out do I have to move this clutch like oh my god where is that spot like I was waiting to feel the spot and it just wasn't coming and like my foot was almost completely out and I was like what is going on? I was so confused. So yeah, so at least I need to kind of, yeah, have a go at that. So I thought there is somewhere I can go that's not like hectic, if that makes sense. Um, I can do like a little loop or I can drive into Dorking or whatever before I get onto like the main, main road. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try that. Oh, I'm going to try that on Sunday. I'll have to let you guys know how that goes. But the whole point of that was, <clears throat> telling you about that, was yes, he's going away, so I'm going to be home alone. So, eek to that. Eek to the driving. And um, I brought up the whole, like, having anxiety about it. And I wrote this blog today. Like I said, don't ask me what it was called. But I made a discovery, introspective self-discovery about, I know that I've always been like, when I was really little, I was super shy. I would like hide behind my grandma when she wanted me to talk to her friends. I was quiet. I would literally hide behind people. I kind of like, it wasn't like I, it's like I didn't really want the, sort of like I didn't want the attention. Like I wanted a certain certain kind of attention but not like I didn't want to be the center of attention um I didn't want like all eyes on me you know like what's gonna happen um I used to do things like I was quite a good swimmer but I would once when it came to the races and like swim carnivals I wouldn't even like it's almost like I wouldn't even bother I'd just swim for the fun of it and be like okay cool um athletics carnivals I never even bothered to try um (sighs) when we were in when we lived in Bali I did basketball and that um which I was okay at I was but that was a team sport so it was never just me so I never had a problem with that when I did tennis I was pretty good at tennis but then it kind of got to the point where it was like he said oh why don't you uh, enter some of like the local competitions and things like that. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. And then as soon as that happens, I kind of like my brain thought, oh, you've got as much out of this as you can. You may as well just like stop. Like, you know enough to be able to just play kind of thing. Um, The same with what was it? Like I did piano, I did singing, like all of this stuff that I did, I did to a certain point and I was like, pretty decent at most of it but then I would get to a point where maybe it was like (laughs) I don't know the amount of praise or something like that and I just wouldn't I just would stop myself I would just blockade myself and be like okay you've learned enough now like you know the basics it's fine you don't need to like become a famous pianist or whatever I learned breathing techniques and things like that for singing I did really enjoy singing um a fairly decent voice I mean oh my god I'm no Mariah Carey or whatever but I can kind of hold a tune um yeah and what else like oh like getting awards and things like that like I like the idea of getting awards but I 
hate the idea of my name being called and everyone being like, oh my God, and like clapping and cheering and all of that attention. I just don't, I'm like so shy about it. Um, what else? Oh, I don't know. There's just a few things. It's like, I've noticed that when I first started with Hilton, I was very, I mean, I went up to, I think it was different in that hotel. I went up to front office manager and yeah, I would have very happily stayed at that hotel and progressed through that hotel. I really loved it there, but it just, they transitioned to a different brand and everything and it didn't work out. And then I noticed um, when I was in Kingston, we just kind of got stuck was a problem. Like me and another girl, we started as supervisors. When the front office manager got kicked out, then there was a discussion of like how it's going to work. Does she automatically, like, oh, she became assistant manager, sorry, assistant front office manager um before because I didn't get along with the front office manager so I didn't even bother to apply for it because I was like no 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 it's not gonna work we don't get along she barely likes me so I'm just gonna like stay in my lane so she was already assistant so it was like to they just she does like interim or like how so we did interviews and that and then we just ended up with her as front office manager and me as assistant for the next three years. She had no intention of going anywhere. I had nowhere to go. I used to work in different departments to get experience, but then it was like stay in your own lane. So, you know, and then I went to Sainsbury's and then I started kind of like progressing there and getting more responsibility and and all of that kind of thing. Um, we were talking about doing... I can't remember what they called the role there, but it was like another step up. But then I hurt my wrist. I'm not saying I hurt my wrist on purpose. <laughs> I didn't do that. That was like a long-standing thing. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of like here at this hotel, saying to the mister that it's such a big hotel. I just don't feel like I want to progress in this hotel. Like I look at the roles above me and I just don't, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. So I think this hotel is like a slightly different situation. But in general, there's been so many cases where I get to a certain level, like I'll get to front office manager, it's fine. But then I'll be like, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> I don't need to go any further than that. Like I don't need to be at this hotel. There's directors and managers and all sorts like, I don't want to be the person that's in charge of everything. Also, the directors and, like, sometimes managers, directors and that, when you get to a certain position, like, I can see how much pressure, for example, my manager is under. She has, like, so much extra responsibility at the moment. It's just kind of piled on top of her. You know, and it's not that she can't handle it. It's more like she shouldn't have to. And they're understaffed in our groups department. So we need another group executive. And it's just kind of like, and even our assistant brand manager, she's just so like, there's just so much to do. And it's so much extra work. And even in the role I've got, like, I'm not a supervisor or anything like that. I couldn't take the supervisor because I couldn't commute into work as often as 
they might have liked me too. Like, I just can't afford it from here. It's not feasible. So they gave me, like, senior res agent, which is fine. But I'm basically doing the supervisor role on the senior res agent salary. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> it's like a senior res agent is... I don't even know what it is, to be honest. It's just, like, some weird made-up thing. But there just seems like a lot of pressure in my hotel for these roles. So I don't think it's a, like, anxiety-type thing that's that I'm holding myself back in this hotel. It's more like if the right job came up with me to progress in another area, in another hotel, in another remote whatever then that would be fine, especially if it was for better pay. But, yeah, now that I've kind of just... It's not like I've discovered it. It's like I always knew in some way. It's just like I've taken ownership of the fact because I said to him that the thing is that I, if I find out anyone around the same age as me, I always judge myself based on their accomplishments and this is a little bit societal as well, but I think, okay, I'm 38 this year. And then I look at people around my age and, and I'm like, okay, they're married. They have kids. They have this like amazingly successful job. They're getting paid so much more than me. Like they just have their life together. But I think that in my head, based on what society says your life is meant to be like, you're meant to have a family. You're meant to have a good career. But the thing is, like, I've never been a career person. I've never been, like, um, I am driven, but it depends on where I'm working, etc. But I've always progressed quite quickly wherever I'm working. But I'm not, like, oh, I want to make a career out of this kind of thing. It might be, like, I want to stay in the same brand. But not necessarily I want to make a career out of it. And I really thought about my life and everything about it today and really kind of took ownership of having this anxiety about my life and about, you know, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should be trying harder. Maybe I should be doing this because a lot of the time it's like my parents are saying, you could be a manager, you could be this, you could be that. And then my brain thinks, well, yeah, I could be, but it also thinks, but I'm really quite happy and content in what I am. So then that causes that kind of like inner conflict a little bit as well for me to say, but am I happy? Because they're saying that I should be doing this and society's saying that I should be married with kids. So I'm failing at life right now. Like I'm 38 and I don't feel like a grown up. I don't feel like I've got my shit together. Part of my friend. <laughs> But that's not the case. Like, my life is amazing. Everything that I've done that's led me up to this, like, my life with the mystery is fantastic. Sure, we could get paid a little bit more, but we don't hate our jobs, which is half the battle. We have time to spend together. We have money to go traveling. We take advantage of that and we do it as much as we can. We have a really good life together. And just because it's not um, traditional or it's not what society says it should be, or I don't have the career that my parents want me to have. For example, I need to stop judging myself based on all of that and just realize like 
how actually happy and content I am in the life that I have. Like, I don't have, I don't own my own house. We don't own our own car. But we're happy, you know? We're together. We're happy. We really do have this amazing life and we're really blessed. We have such amazing family. And both of us have these wonderful accomplishments in our lives. And both of us are praised at work. We're doing really good job at both of our jobs. Um, where, yeah, we're just, we're just really lucky. And I think maybe it's just because I'm like almost 40 or I don't know what it is. But yeah, I just feel like I've been... For the last few years, I've just been judging myself so heavily on what, on and comparing myself so much to other people that I'm just like, I'm just ruining, for, I'm just ruining it for myself and double guessing myself when I know that I'm happy and I know that I'm content and I know that even though, yes, okay, I'm super intelligent, I'm I, you know, I'm amazing at my job and I could be doing something that's so much more and I could be something that's so much more and I could have this amazing title. I'm quite happy where I am and I'm very happy in my relationship and I'm just happy in my life. So I wanted to share that with you guys and I'm going to run out of time in a second. It's going to be super quick. Goodbye. But I want to share that with you guys. Let me know your thoughts. I might go into more depth on it next time. But anyways, thanks for listening. And I will speak to you next week. Bye, guys.